Okay, so by now, most of you know that our show is produced by the International Society of Character Artists, better known as ISCA. If you haven't already listened to our episode, Introductions, I highly suggest you check it out to learn more about ISCA. I heard about it from another character artist here in Tampa, that there was this organization out of Texas. It was this newsletter, you know, on copy paper that we got. They were going to have this convention in Mexico. You know, you're like, no way, you know. Long story short, ISCA is a collective of character artists from all over the globe, most well known for the caricature convention it puts on every year. And guess what's right around the corner? That's right, this year's caricature convention. And it's kind of a big deal, as it's our 25th annual caricature convention. That's a big number, an important year, the silver anniversary. So, how do we plan to celebrate? Oh my gosh, Corey, we've got so many amazing guest speakers. We've got Steven Silver, Joe Bloom, Kage Nakanishi, Tom Richmond, Marcus Sakoda, the amazing AJ Jensen, and we've also got um, Stacy Pierce. Uh, I've been drawing caricatures for probably about 17, 18 years. And as our guest of honor this year, we've got, well, uh, I don't want to mess this up. Is that how you pronounce his name? Is it just Anthony? Anthony? Okay. And of course, Maria Picasso herself. Uh, my name is Maria Picasso Piquet. It's my real surname. Uh, it's not an artistic name. And I am an illustrator. I also do caricatures and I do it for a living. <laughs> and let me just say, these are two amazing women with a ton of talent, each of them using a unique medium to bring an even more unique style to the table. Each of them are hosting a seminar and a workshop. And each of them were kind enough to give me an interview. I'm your host, Corey Lally, and this is Exaggerated Features. Before we get started, I'd like to remind our listeners that it's not too late to register for this year's convention. That's right, the one I was just talking about with the most amazing guest speakers ever, it's still open for registration. The convention is November 13th to 18th in Phoenix, Arizona, and I promise it's worth every penny. If you want to learn more and register, hop over to caricature.org and do just that today. All right, so I guess we'll start. If you could just introduce yourself, name, occupation, a little bit of who you are. Stacy Pierce, currently working as a tattoo artist in Ewing, New Jersey. Uh, I've been drawing caricatures for probably about 17, 18 years. I got my start with Commons Art Shops, working over at Sesame Place in Pennsylvania. If you had to define what a character is to you, what is that? Fun, exaggerated, either drawing, sculpture, good likeness, personality, capture stuff this that <laughs> capture stuff um, this and that you know you know uh stuff that uh captures a uh, person's likeness as well as their personality okay so considering we're going to talk a little bit more about your your 3d work can you mm -hmm. uh just tell us about what that is with 3d stuff most of the time i'm using sculpey whenever i do anything 3d although i have done like a few like puppets i actually started out 
doing puppets for stop motion animation. That's kind of what got me into sculpting more and more. But um, I've also made like Muppet type puppets, which is always a good time. But basically, I just try to do like whatever I do, just try to keep it more fun and lighthearted. So what turned you on to 3D caricatures? Like why, when did you start? Just a little bit of the background. Yeah, um, started doing caricatures, like started drawing in the park. I was still in high school. And I think at that time I was planning on going to college for animation. And every year I kept going back to the park and drawing caricatures here and there. Um, For college, my whole plan was to do uh, 2D hand-drawn animation. And then um, I had a class where it was more like experimental animation. So we were using clay and, you know, like sand and film and just like all this you know, weird stuff, just working right under the camera, nothing hand-drawn. And I remember at the end of that class feeling like, I don't really think I got, like, a really good grip on that stuff. So I kind of wanted to challenge myself. And a teacher that I really liked was teaching this um, stop-motion 3D animation class. I was like, you know what? I'm going to challenge myself. I'm going to try that. So I did, and I loved it. And you know, we did, um, we worked in groups a lot and we made puppets, you know, three-dimensional stop motion puppets. And I, I think right from there is kind of where I started sculpting even more and more. I think that was junior year and then senior year, I was going to do this whole film that was going to be two-dimensional hand-drawn. And then I just pretty much scrapped that and then did the whole thing stop motion and fell in love with it. I thought it was a lot of fun. I had a blast doing it. Every part of it was just so much fun for me when it came to like building each of the characters, putting them together, painting them, crafting each of them, and then making them move. It was just so much fun. So after I was done college, I still wanted to kind of keep doing that flow. So I started, you know, sculpting more and more. So just kind of I guess that's pretty much where it started. As far as I can remember, at ISCA during the competitions, am I correct in that you only work in 3D? Um, pretty much. Right. Actually, now I think about it, uh, usually I'll start by like drawing people, I guess just to kind of get ideas and sketches in a sketchbook. And then I'll kind of go from there and build the sculpture or whatnot. Even from the, the first time I was there, I, don't, I actually don't remember ever hanging any drawings, which is weird. When you are creating a 3D caricature, do you go about exaggerating or creating the character aspect differently than you would when it's 2D? And if so, if you could just kind of explain that process or expand upon it. Actually, I don't because I try to make the sculptures as close to the drawing as I can. So um, I don't know. I think that's actually when it comes to sculpting, that's something that I want to work on more is uh, kind of like pushing things a little bit further. Uh, I mean, with my drawings too, I think they could definitely use more exaggeration and being pushed, um, not just with faces, but also, um, you know, bodies and stuff, uh, which is also a lot of fun when sculpting because that presents such a challenge, you know, 
trying to think of um, like the weight of your sculpture and how it's actually not going to tip over and stuff like that. So you always have to keep things like that in mind. Is it top heavy or is it just going to, you know, crack? I don't know. I feel like with sculpting, there's probably a lot more emphasis on bodies and the theme of what's happening in its entirety because yeah. you can't just kind of go off the page and leave the rest of the imagination. It kind of has to be a finished uh, yeah. character. I think like the first one I did for like the first ISCA that I went to, uh, I can't remember what year it was, but it was in Orlando. And that one, it was mostly just the face or it was kind of, it was like a bust kind of, but um like, I look back now, and I'm like, oh, man, that would have been cool to do, like, a full body, you know? And I almost feel like, oh, I kind of, like, cheated my way out of that, you know? Like, that's why now, like, I like doing, like, you know, a head and a body, especially because it, it adds to the personality of the character. Do you have a, a favorite one you've done? For Iska? Yeah, for Iska what? or in general. And if in general, if you could just kind of explain it or describe it. I guess either way, if you could describe it. Um, man, that's tough. I actually, oh, geez. I, I mean, not to be like, I like them all, but yeah, I kind of do. Um, I think they're all fun, all the ones that I've done. Like, I think that's, like, when I go to ISCA and Sculpt, my biggest thing is to just do at least one piece that I'm really happy with. Um, and it may take me like the whole time to get to a design that I really like and that I'm really happy with sculpting. But I I don't ever want to like leave the con and be like, man, I don't think that was a really good likeness of them. Or like when I'm kind of down on myself, like that hasn't happened. So that's good. And I think they're all fun. I like to make sure that I'm kind of sculpting someone that I think will like it as much as I do. And so far, I think that's happened each time. Like this past one, I did a sculpture of uh, Tom Faraci mm-hmm. as like a Simpson character. And he was in, you know, if you're a Simpsons fan, you might remember like one of those super earlier episodes where Homer designs this car called the Homer. So I had him in the Homer car. And he saw, and I I honestly thought he was going to, like, well up and start crying. He was just like, oh, my God, I love it. And he was just like, come here. you got to give me a hug. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and that was kind of, like, why I did it, because I, I knew he was really going to like it. Because I know he's a Simpsons fan, so I was like, you know, I know he's going to enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy working on it, like. I don't care if I win anything. It doesn't matter. It's just I'm having a blast doing it, and he's going to like it, so it's, it's all good. Do you think it's safe to say you like sculpting more than you like drawing caricatures? Like drawing caricatures in a park setting or, like, at a party or... Um... Well, I mean, I guess if they're different answers, that's okay. I guess both. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely more so than, like, a party or a park, for sure. You know yeah. what? I think probably altogether. Yeah, I probably like sculpting better than, better than anything. Yeah. I feel like it would be really fun to play with that medium. Like, having never mm-hmm. done it, it's a very, like, intimidating but enticing... Yeah. Uh, ooh, that can be fun. Right, you know? yeah. And I, I, I wish more people would. I think maybe a lot of people are on the same page as you where they're just like, oh, I don't know, you know, and just very leery about it. But um, this year, 
at the con, man, I was freaking flown away by all the 3D work that yeah. was there. It was so awesome. And everything that was submitted was good. You know, like, I feel like it was the first year where, like, walking through, like, I had to walk through and look at all the 3D work, like, a few times, which is awesome because I feel like in the past it's been, like, three or four submissions. And yeah. it's like, okay, who's going to, you know, like, everyone's walking home with an award this time, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, we're all winners. Yay. Perfect. Yeah, but, um, yeah, this year there was really some stiff competition, and I, I think that's awesome. It's cool to see more and more people doing 3D. It's great. Two-parter, do you have any favorite 3D pieces uh, you've seen at the convention or elsewhere, caricature-wise? And then do you have any influences when you do 3D work? For favorite ones that I've seen, you're talking, like, favorite pieces from ISCO? Yeah, I guess I, we'll... Well, definitely, like... Satoshi killed it this this past year. Oh, yeah, oh my yeah, god. Yeah, yeah. Everything he hung up, it, it was just amazing. Like, I know I, like, I lost my mind when I saw that he was working on something for me. I was, like, I remember going over and looking at everyone at the table, and he was, like, working on something. And I think I was like, oh, you know, just kind of, like, motioning to him because, you know, there's, like, that language barrier. And he looks at me, and uh, he points at it, and he's like, you. And I was like, oh, me? Me? And he was like, he's like, and he points to his nose, like, that's my nose? Oh, oh. And I was freaking out. I was like, that's awesome. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, my God. Like, even just, th- like, I'm pretty excited right now just thinking about it. Like, yeah. and, I, and I have it. It's here. You know, it's awesome. I love it. Um, and then just kind of seeing it you know, come to shape, and I was just like, oh my god, you know, I was like, <laughs> it's so exciting, and even when I posted that picture, there's like one picture of me that I posted with it, like, once I brought it back to the room, I, I had like a beer in my hand, and I had it over my face, and I was just like, yeah, <laughs> like, like, I, oh man, it's just so cool that he made that, and I, I have it, it's, it's awesome. So as far as the con goes, that guy, he right. knows what's up. And it's something that I've never seen before. It's yeah. it's so much fun, and it, it's it's really well done. A lot of work went into it. So, oh, man, nice job, Satoshi. Yeah, his tip was pretty <laughs> so, awesome. It was pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, I mean, stuff like that, I feel like that's almost kind of maybe not. I don't know if it's an influence or just inspiring you know, to see that, because, you know, I, I don't see myself doing, like, paper sculptures at all. But the fact that he did something that was so unique and so fun, it makes me want to, you know, work harder and push the boundaries with my work. Um, same thing a lot, like, I see a lot of, um, like, really cool sculptures, like, in, um, in like, comic book stores and stuff like that. That's a lot of the stuff that I like to see. I, I don't know if people are familiar with that or if you're familiar with like yeah. like sideshow uh, statues and stuff. They just make some beautiful, <laughs> beautiful statues. And it is amazing, uh, a lot of that stuff. And really kind of defies the boundary of, you know, it being like a 3D piece, you know, like stuff with like, uh, like Spider-Man, like just kind of balancing like on a web, you know. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's some really cool stuff. Yeah, 
but I know it's one of my favorite things about going into a comic shop. Mm-hmm. It's like, let me just glance at these, yeah, like toys on crack times a hundred, <laughs> like yeah. for a bit. Just be like, how? Okay. You yeah, know. there's some that are really freaking sweet. Man, it just it blows me away, you know. And then there are some like the um actually the one comic book shop that I go to. Um, like I'm friends with the owner and stuff. And this happened like years ago where he was talking about this um, this one piece that he had in and he was like, yeah, it's really cool, but it's like cracked here, here and here. And he's like, I don't know, maybe if you got some like Sculpey or like some super glue or whatever, you could fix it. And I was like, if you want, I can try and fix it for you. I and he was like, yeah, I was like, we'll see. I don't know. And he's like, you're not going to make it worse. Shit's broken. I can't sell it. So I was like, all right, cool. You know, I, I definitely I took a whirl at it. I saw what I could do. And I gave it back to him. And he opens up. He's like, holy shit. Oh, my God. It's like it's brand new. And I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anytime he got like broken statues in, he would hit me up and uh, I try to fix them up. But there were some that he would give me that, um, it was just such a poor design where it was like, oh, this looks really cool, um, but it's super top heavy. Yeah. And like the slightest little wiggle, it's just like, Shh, and yeah. it just like falls right on its face. So I'm like, well, it's fixed, but it's going to break again, you know, because yeah. it's a poor design. I feel like it's really interesting that, you know, they're, they're failing at that design work when it's something you're already taking into consideration at the ISCA convention, which is amazing as it is, is not mm-hmm. like the most I'm super professional. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? It's like, right. like if you can handle that extra challenge on top of the whole like caricature and competition and getting a likeness and also yeah. like a physically stable design, you feel like someone right. getting paid could figure it out too. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I mean, who knows? Like that, that could all just be like, like, here's the design and the sculptor just has to do what they're told, you know? Um, and I'm sure they have deadlines and this and that, you know, like I've never worked in that industry, so I don't really know. I'm just assuming that's probably how it goes. Maybe this is, this is the interview I need to hunt down. (laughs) Pursue someone and be like, Hey, let's talk about it. Cause I feel like in comics too, there's, there's plenty of exaggeration. There's plenty of caricature, Mm -hmm. you know, and character design and, yeah. So, so maybe maybe have a little validation there to go yeah. hunt down somebody. <laughs> yes. So you've already so with sculpting, you've already kind of taken caricatures off the page, um, and by definition, caricatures do not have to be of people or even you know a piece of specific art. So with this in mind, is there anywhere in your life where you see caricature in a place that you typically wouldn't expect? Mm. <laughs> well, it, I mean. With, uh, like tattoos like trying to caricature some of the tattoos that we do some of like the inanimate objects that we have to tattoo and just make them you know more fun and animated good <laughs> that's all I got I just realized my next question is kind of mute it's uh, if not caricatures what would you do and I'm gonna just just gonna guess tattoos hmm I don't know <laughs> Man, it's so weird to think about that because then we're going all the way back to like when I was like 17. Like if I didn't start working at 
sesame place, where would I have worked? I probably would have got a summer job scooping ice cream. Scooping ice cream? Yeah. And where would that have led me? On the long road to diabetes. <laughs> I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure uh, it would have led to, like, numerous freezer bags of chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> I don't really know if anything's... Like I think I think the caricature path just got like sucked into the path you were gonna take anyways. And... It all ends up with me losing a foot to yeah. diabetes. Yeah. There's no more questions. But mm-hmm. car- caricature wise, I know you've had an interview with Matt, an interview with me, but is there mm-hmm. anything else you wanted to you would say about caricatures or you'd like to preach about caricatures or sculpting specifically and three D work? I was really, like I said before, I was really happy with uh, all the 3D work that was put in um, the con last year. It was great. It was all top-notch, too. It was really tough to, or tough to uh, choose from there, um, which I think is awesome. But I think, too, um, I think people need to look at it, too, not just as, like, just... 3D artwork. I think people also have to look at it in other competitions like likeness, you know, which I think a lot of people just kind of forget about. But they see a a table of sculptures and just think, well, that's just the 3D category that I'm voting for there. But no, you can also vote for, you know, best likeness, best body situation, you know. And I think people kind of have to be reminded of that, that you're not just looking at the 3D sculpt. There are a lot of elements that go into that. You know, we're also designing a caricature of a person. So, like I said, likeness and body design, humor, all that stuff is still in that one 3D sculpt. So, yeah. I think that would, it would really be cool to see, you know, sculptures popping up in other categories as well. I think they did a few times last year, which was awesome. Cause I think, yeah. Didn't Satoshi win one of the top ten, maybe? Yeah, I'm, I, I'm horrible with stuff like that, but I feel like he was in there. Or his popped up for maybe best likeness or something yeah. like that. I'm almost or nervous most... it might have just been the Rookie of the Year award. Maybe. Which, which would be good. Mm-hmm. But it's not... I don't know if it addresses what you're discussing at the same time. A little. I mean, I, I think... People just need to be more open-minded when they look at the sculptures. That it's not just 3D. Ah, break between interviews. But don't go too far. We still get to talk to the wonderful Maria Picasso when we come back. I host this podcast, but I'm also on ISK's board, and putting together this year's convention has been a blast. But we couldn't do it without the help of a ton of our sponsors. I'd like to thank the people behind Chartpack, Imagination International, who makes Copic, Character Wine, Polyform, Canson, 
all of them for their wonderful donations and a huge thanks to Commons Art Shops and the California Boys and especially Blick Art Materials as well. In fact, Blick is hosting a grand opening for a new location just a stone's throw away from the convention that goes right up to the 13th, which is the convention's first day. We've been working with them to have some really fun ISCA-hosted events there in exchange for some really fun surprises from them at the convention. So be sure to follow our Facebook for updates and swing by to stock up when you get into town. Before we even get to the questions, did you want to introduce yourself? Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, my name is Maria Picasso Piquet. It's my real surname. Uh, it's not an artistic name. And I am an illustrator. I also do caricatures and I do it for a living. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. So, so when did you start drawing caricatures, and what got you into caricatures? It was, I, I think it was back when I was a teen. I did a, a comic course, and, and there was this assignment, which was to create a comic story, but when designing the characters, we had to look for actual celebrities, so we could have more variety, and not always the same kind of characters. And I really enjoy that that exercise, uh, looking for people, try to get the features right. And I think that it's where all began. And then, just like any teen, I started drawing the ones I liked, the films I enjoyed, and well, like today, more or less. So, so that was the story. <laughs> Sounds good. And how long ago was that? Like, how long have you been drawing characters total now? I, I think this was like in 97 or so, then as a fan or as a, uh, an amateur until 99. Then I, I did some kind of caricatures, more like some light gigs and, and private commissions in a cartoon style. And then I started to develop this, this vector style you can see now in, I don't know, in, in the ISCA magazine or my Facebook. Only since 2011, more or less. What are some of your caricature influences? Wow. Uh, I, I love browsing to all internet, watching, not especially influence, but, but enjoying what people can do that I cannot do. So the ones I enjoy more, the most, is the, the ones who are fresher. Like, as, as my caricatures, I like very... Um, strict and well thought, the ones which I get with one single stroke uh, aligners, like I don't know, um, I don't know if you know, I can't remember the name now. There, there is this Japanese guy who, who makes, who calls them impressions, which are like paintings, like impressionistic paintings of, of characters, which I love, but well, also, I, I don't know, Glenn Hanson, people who, who may have their cartoons style, but they apply it, they, they do likeness. Uh, Scott Campbell, the, the guy who has these tiny cartoons, he also did the design for for that heavy metal video game. Uh, Pablo Lovato, who, who does also vector style. Kirsten Ulbe, I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's a, it's a girl who has also vectorial illustration. And there's this, I, I think he's from Israel, a, a guy who makes collage who is called Hanok Piven, 
who, who made uh, a Boris Yeltsin make out of of meatloaf. It, it, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, like or, or salami or pastrami. I, I don't know, but, but it was really spot on. Yeah. He, he does really crazy caricatures using collage technique with uh, really impressive media, which also have uh, are subject are related to the subject. Like I don't know. Please check it out. It's if you don't know him, it's, <laughs> it's so funny. He has a Woody Allen, which is only one banana and glasses, and it's and... so spot on. It's incredible. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think uh, he was also one one of the the causes I started to to make caricature. I I discovered him in the Rolling Stone magazine. When I was a child, and I was in, in awe. He's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the best influence ever. Like, yes, <laughs> like I really like this guy who makes caricatures with meats and cheeses and food. That's yeah. that's. And then it's nothing like my caricatures, but but it really influenced me. Like I don't know as a person. Yeah, it's it's crazy. That's good. That's beautiful. You know, the next question is the tell us how characters fit into your work. You said you're not quite sure how to answer. So I guess if you could explain what you do for work. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm an architect. I retired after two years of of being an architect because it wasn't my thing. I think I took the degree because of the creativity and, and such. But I always was drawing and finally went to to the illustration part. And now I define my work as illustration in general. I also do some of graphic design, more classical in, uh, illustration. Currently I'm working in Star Trek Timelines, which is a, an iPad game for, and I do all the phasers and pistols and uniforms, which is not very caricature related, but uh, I really enjoy it. And then there's the caricature part, which is mainly uh, private commissions and some works for magazines or newspapers. Mm. So I try to put them all to make a living. Cool. So when you are drawing characters, what's the thought process that goes behind your characters? I don't think, especially now, I'm going to do some geometric stuff. But it, the style I've developed is just because the the tools I have, uh, the easiest ways, the easiest way to express. is like doing circles and shapes because as I use a vector program, this is the easy way to do. So um, I begin like I would begin with a traditional caricature, which I'll, I've also made, which is like doing the, the classic sketch with the basic shapes. And instead of doing the shapes more organic, I, I just go backwards and make them more basic. Then I lose likeness. So the trick is how to get likeness with these shapes. And it's sometimes it's just 20 minutes, which are magic, and sometimes it's like five hours of struggling just to make a square look, I don't know, like Michael Scott from The Office. And that is the process. Yeah, that's a wonderfully quick answer. Thank you. (laughs) It's so like, you know, like as an aside, myself and a lot of the guys I work with, we're always trying to 
to do something different when we mm-hmm. do live caricatures. And I feel like that's such a simple yet complex thing you just said. Like, oh, just instead of making it more organic, just make it less organic. <laughs> like, just go backwards. <laughs> it's perfect, duh. Yeah. Like, no, it, it just it just came down because that because I I was fed up of, of painting realistically with uh, the synthetic and okay now I'll sit back and, and play with uh, the mouse and moving circles and these things and then at first it, it seemed like something very relaxed and then it's it's like I become obsessed to make I don't know the eye be aligned with the nose if the target is getting the likeness with I don't know with everything uh, rotated at 45 degrees then I get really obsessed yeah and it's not as laid back as I would have thought <laughs> yeah. at first but well <laughs> that's the fun of it so it almost sounds like the struggles you have are more because of struggles people have with computers like the medium just not doing what you want it to instead of like oh this paint didn't blend well or it's not the color i wanted it's like no this damn program messed everything up or something you know yes yes yeah. because it's it's like a, a, a math problem it's um, it all becomes especially when i i work for myself uh, that there are no outside requirements it's like oh uh, what i was telling before I, I don't know why I wanted to draw Michael Scott from The Office, uh, Steve Carell, from a diamond shape. And, and I said this as, as the target. Yeah. And I didn't stop until I got that. So it's just trying to make all the, uh, all the things work for that. And there's one solution only in, in my brain. Yeah. And that's why my thing is like more a machine-like process. Yeah, well, well, it works very well. Thank you. And, um, okay. Have, I hope not, not to sound too crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. This isn't the next question, but I'm just curious. Have okay. you seen uh, Inside Out? Yes. <laughs> Do you remember the scene where they go into abstract thought? Yes. I was sitting in the movie theaters, and when that scene started, I was like, yes! I was like, I want every customer ever... Like, anybody who <laughs> asks me what a caricature is, I want to be like, okay, let me show you this scene... Where, like, these characters get more and more abstract until the representation is so simple. It's wonderful. Okay, so I guess, as far as the questions, you kind of just touched upon this, but I'll ask you anyways in case there's something more specific you want to add, but what mediums do you prefer to use? Yes, I I really love to relax and, and sketch on a notebook, but the real fun is, is what I add to that. Uh, I, I use mainly Illustrator. So I have the shapes, uh, the the program. It it also restrains to to some definite angles. So yeah, if I want to make everything sixty degrees rotated, sixty degrees, it's much easier than on an outlook. I remember that I was commissioned uh, for uh, an exhibition, uh, one piece, which had to be like in this vector style. But they didn't want something out of a computer with, with mm. these words. So then I had to reproduce this with my rulers and with the compass and it was, it took many, many days. Yeah, I feel like it would be far more challenging. Yeah, it, it was very de- uh, a gem process, but it's, well, it's just, I might sound lazy, but, but it's, it's so easy with the, at least it's difficult to, to make it, but at least the illustrator makes it easier. 
That's so one can focus in likeness, in colors, so shapes are already drawn. How do characters fit into your daily life, and where else do you see the art of caricature? Well, uh, I don't know about you guys, but uh, I always make an instant caricature when I meet someone. I don't know. It. Do, do you do that? or? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, okay. So <laughs> I guess our listeners <laughs> will do too. <laughs> and it's... Well, I think it's a good exercise because when you have to put it on paper, it's like you you at least have trained the, the brain, not the hands, but the brain. And then everything can be... I, I think that, in fact, design is very related to caricature, at least the, the minimal caricature, which I think it's leaving only the essential things to make it recognizable. And then design is, is for me, like, leaving only the things to make something work. So at the end of the day, I see it like a, a very parallel process. Or, or, or I don't know, even I think that the more general sense of a caricature it can be like a kind of joke. You can see, a, I don't know, these buildings you have in the US with have a huge donut over like <laughs> on a building just to sell donuts. I think it's a, a caricature of a shop, and I really enjoy this kind of stuff. Yeah, that, for me, it's the same that when I see a, a good caricature. That's one of the things, especially with the the podcast, that I'm really trying to tackle is to kind of break this idea that a caricature is just a cartoon drawing of someone's face, <laughs> and that it's like we're surrounded by it 100% of the time. There's so many things that are, you know, ridiculous caricatures yeah. of things, you know? So, mm -hmm. yeah, I feel like especially this year, or at least over here, we have, like, the caricature that is Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. He is such a, like, he is the embodiment, this ludicrous it's, exaggeration, you know. It's yes, like, it's already a caricature. You, I think that everyone doing a caricature of, of Donald Trump, it's it's difficult to, to exaggerate. Because it's already exaggerated. Well, before I get to these last two, there's actually just through talking a few a few more questions I think I'd like to throw at you. And two are about Iska. Are you excited to come to the convention? And what yes. are you most excited about? <laughs> I I am really, really excited because I've never been to, to one and it I watched some videos and, and it seems like a huge party and I see people who, who don't even sleep because they want to just make caricatures and I think this is awesome also meeting people with, with the same like thought processes which also last year I was in in Vienna in the the Rocketure with, with where I was also guest speaker and and I met Nolan Harris there and and it was about I don't know I think it was 40 people and I'm seeing a, I talk with almost uh, all of them, and you, you could see that you had one thing at least in common with everyone, and many things we, with many people, and I think it's because we, we share one patient. And even if our caricatures look totally different, this thing about observing people, like finding the, I don't know, the, the fun, the, the observation, the appreciating some kind of methods, it, it was so cool to, to, to talk with everyone, and, and I don't really enjoy talking in general in parties. So I, I discovered myself talking, actually talking to people, which was surprising. Oh, man. And that was with, like, you said there was about 40 people? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay. How many are in, 
in this uh, convention uh there'll probably be about 250 oh <laughs> maybe maybe i'll disagree with someone <laughs> i'm sure there'll be at least like one or two but yeah but you'd be surprised how still you know i think even if there's somebody you agree with there for those five days it doesn't matter, you know, because we're not there talking about, I mean, even, I mean, there are even artists from like, mm, I don't know if I agree with your likeness or I agree with that, but it's how you said, like, what's bringing us there is our passion to do it. I'm sure plenty of people look at my stuff and are like, I don't agree with that, but it doesn't, you know, it's okay. I guess, considering you're a guest speaker, is there, uh, don't give away too much, but is there any sneak peek or preview or anything you can tell our members about what they might well, be looking forward to I, and what to I, expect? I hope I can say it, if no, you can cut it, but I will do a guest speech, but also a workshop. I don't know if, if it was announced. So in the guest speech, uh, I guess I'll talk a bit about I'm more like my view on a caricature. I also like to, to compare what I was talking before, uh, like some uh, design tools, not uh, physical tools or like uh, software, but more like concepts, uh, how I apply them to my caricatures, which I think that it may be useful for for anyone like caricaturists, very realistic, because uh, at the end of the day, they are like universal concepts, and which help me a lot with my style, but I think they can be applied everywhere. And I hope that in the workshop, uh, I like to pick one subject, and and work everyone with this subject or maybe something more direct if anyone has doubts or wants to I, I don't know I, I would like to improvise a little bit also so if any of you or the listeners have any suggestion I would love to include because I only have started the the, the keynote so I <laughs> or if you think that what I talk is very boring I, I can change the subject <laughs> I'll let you know halfway through. Like, we'll just wait till you okay. get started. And they'll be like, this is boring. Can we talk about okay. something different? So now we can put this video. <laughs> yeah. I'll just cut this all out just in case. No, I think that's really exciting. I think a workshop, that's really cool. And I'm a teacher, actually. Of I, I do teach uh, some kids once a week. And I learn quite a lot about teaching without hurting feelings so i <laughs> yeah. think i can apply this also if, if the the caricatures let me do that so i am very open to help anyone of course that's really exciting that's really awesome i think our members will be stoked to hear there's one more workshop yeah i, I think it's it's cool Awesome. Well, those are the ISCA questions. And then I guess the only two other questions I had, where can people find you and your work? Well, it's all over the internet. If you Google for Maria Picasso with two S's, you'll find uh, death certificates of uh, Pablo Picasso's mothers. But then you'll find my stuff. And I, I think that where I have more updated uh, pictures is on Instagram and, and on my Facebook. You can go to mariapicasso.com and then there's all the links. You can drop me a line. You can like my stuff and you can even dislike it, but you can press any button to express that. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're very welcome to, to see my 
my work. <laughs> Perfect. I'll make sure uh, a lot of that gets linked to. And, and then finally, did you have anything else you'd like to add? No, just this. I, I'm really serious about if anyone has any idea or of what they would like to, to see or, or hear in this, either in the speech or the workshop, besides there's a, a question round or whatever, I'm, I, I will be happy to. It's my second guest speech, so I'll be happy to, to accommodate to that inquiries. <laughs> I'm so excited to see the amazing artwork that both of these amazing artists are going to turn out in this year's convention. If you can't wait, though, check out their work at exaggeratedfeatures.com, where we have plenty of photos up and links where you can see more. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to hop over to iTunes or your podcast provider and give us a review. Better yet, make sure you don't miss out on future episodes by subscribing and getting episodes delivered right to your listening device. We're going to make a ball today. Yeah. Let's start out slow. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. It's going to be the, the only six-hour seminar. Just six hours. <laughs> yeah. It's the worst. Because I'm going to go through the history of play. <laughs> <laughs>